0: Hmm. I thought that I thought that was lead-in. I
1: don't know yet. I don't know
0: yet. From Saint Joseph, Missouri. Here is Travis Yay Hartman.
1: Sometimes we just don't know what's going on until we do. Uh, welcome to episode 45, Wayne In with Travis Hartman. I'm B-Money, the producer. That there is Weekend Trav. He is coming to you from the TH Boxing Facility. I'm coming to you from the B-Money residence. We're doing a little Zoom. We'll get into that in a, ho- a few moments as to why. And you know what? All we I can... want to
0: do is a Zoom, Zoom and the boom, boom. Sorry.
1: Just no, don't, don't, shake, don't shake anything. Uh, well, shake it, shake it. And while you're shaking it, go ahead and hit that thumb up button. Subscribe to our content at our YouTube page or our Spotify channel, all these things everywhere we are. We are here for you, Weekend Trav. It's good to see you. It's great, it's great to see to, you too, brother. Okay. Wait, wait, ready? Um, one, two, two. three. Ah, Uh, something like that. So uh, we're going to discuss the breakdown of uh, Canelo Alvarez uh, beating up Billy Joe Saunders. Uh, We're going to do the recap there, uh, which was a pretty uh, good as a good bout until it ended. Uh, But I don't think that was much of a surprise to anybody. Uh, But we're going to recap that, maybe discuss why we're late. Well, actually, you know what? We're not late. Maybe you're late watching this video. Yes, we aren't filming on a Sunday or Monday Yes, we might have slipped down to the number two beards, bourbon, and boxing podcast filmed in Orlando, Florida, specifically Laureate Park, specifically in a boxing gym. No, number two for the week because
0: we weren't even recording.
1: Because well, number one, he doesn't have a beard, I'm not even drinking bourbon, and um, well, we'll that's, fair, that's fair, so well, a anyway. little unorthodox. Weekend, Trav. I appreciate seeing you. Let me give a a quick shout out to our media uh, partners there. We have TH Boxing, we have IF Enterprises, and we have Gulfstream Financial. Thank you so much, everybody, for your support and partnership. Weekend, Trav. I'm going to toss it to you. I want you to discuss with us, and we talked about it for the past couple of weeks, Canelo Alvarez, Billy Joe Saunders, give us the rundown, um, lay out the match to us, the finish, your thoughts. And now that, uh, that match is behind Canelo. And what is next?
0: First off, B money was pretty close with his prediction. You thought that he was going to stop him later. That's what happened. I think what was it? The eighth round? Maybe.
1: I, um, I don't remember if I was on a camera or an episode, but I don't know we talked about it and I said, Hey, I think it's either going to go decision Canelo or mid round. One of the late rounds corner stoppage. Or Canelo. I predict.
0: Enough. I pre- We both predicted Canelo, so we both were correct. Um, how he won, I was not correct because I thought that it would go the distance. However, he didn't knock him out. To be fair, he but he did shatter his eye socket and orbital bone. Yeah. By the way, Billy Joe. So the result of the fight was, I believe it was an eighth round um, corner stoppage. Billy Joe came back to the corner. His corner wouldn't allow him to come back out. So, his chief second, I think Billy Tibb is his name, or Tibb, uh, Mark Tibb maybe, wouldn't um, let him fight anymore, which is the correct decision now that it comes out. But uh, Billy Joe Saunders ended up having a cracked, broken orbital bone, and then broken eye socket, broken cheekbone, like three or four different places. Three places, places, it
1: was- three places yeah. in his cheek. Um, and- wow. Wow. Here's, um, here's what and I And he did-
0: never went down.
1: Here's what I didn't like weekend, Trev. I didn't like, and I know we're going to jump around a little bit here. I didn't like post fight, all the haters coming out saying that he quit on his seat and this sort of stuff, comparing it to like, let's say Ibaney Bridges, uh, the Australian, the blonde bomber we talked a little bit about who fought with the, basically her eyes swollen shut. In retrospect, it was the right move. The guy could lose his eye based on the broken pieces and fragments that were in there. It was the right Mm -hmm. move. Uh, so everyone calm down, calm down. He didn't quit on his seat. It was the right medical move. Any doctor that would have jumped in there probably would have called it anyways.
0: hundred percent. And that's the thing They're They're just, I think that Billy Joe Saunders has the right corner in his corner because that was a hundred percent, the right move because Billy Joe Saunders is, was 30, and zero undefeated two-time world champion. The guy has a future after this and EBaney Bridges fought with a, a swollen eye. Right. But she wasn't fighting Canelo Alvarez,
1: okay? Right. And there were, and there weren't all those breaks either. There weren't, so that, yes. wasn't quite, that wasn't the same.
0: She never had any after that fight. Did you ever hear her having any broken bones or anything? No, Canelo out. This is, but there's two things here, and there's two reasons why I'm defending. Uh, the reason why he quit on his stool essentially is one, he's tougher than crap. The guy never went down once. Had a broken orbital bone, three of them never went down one time. That's how tough this guy is. This is also how hard Canelo Alvarez hits. He shattered the guy's uh, cheekbone. Like, are you kidding me? This guy is unreal. Canelo Alvarez is another level, ladies and gentlemen. So, before you accuse this guy of quitting on his stool, make sure you realize. Canelo Alvarez is going to go down as one of the best of his era moving up from welterweight to light heavyweight back down to super middleweight. Like the dude is unreal. And that fight, by the way, I thought it was going to be a lot closer than it was. And if you watch, I think it was the fourth or fifth rounds. um, I gave 100% to Billy Joe Saunders when he like started opening up, put his hands down to his side and started kind of pot shotting and actually getting in his groove. Without a doubt, I'm not even – watch the fight. I believe it was the fourth or fifth or fifth and sixth, actually. He won those rounds hands down. Nobody will argue that. Canelo even at times looked confused, which was surprising the way that he started out. Canelo started out so strong and so, like, aggressive. was amazing. Canelo impressed me because I thought that Billy Joe Saunders was going to win the early rounds. But what happened was Canelo won the early rounds, and then he lost the mid-rounds, and then, of course – He came on strong towards the 7th and 8th and eventually stopped him, obviously. But this is why I'm going to tell you why I understand while some people are giving Billy Joe Saunders crap for him on the stool because this is Billy Joe Saunders' own making is because there was a heavyweight, I believe Dubois was his name. He quit in a fight because of a similar injury. And there is Billy Joe Saunders is on video recording saying you will have to carry me out in a stretcher. I don't care if I have a broken orbital bone. I don't care if I have a broken bone. He goes, you're carrying me out in a stretcher. So I understand where he was coming from. But when you criticize other fighters and then you kind of do the same thing, that's why you're getting backlash. However, sure. I don't agree with what Willie Joe Saunders said in the first place, because I do agree with him finishing the fight on his stool here or, you know, not able to continue because it was the right decision. He couldn't continue. Canelo Alvarez would have put permanent damage to him if he would have continued period, plain and simple. We're all tough guys. We know this, these guys, professional boxers, Canelo Alvarez, Billy Joe Saunders, without a single doubt in my mind are some of the toughest men that any of us will ever know. They are stepping in that ring alone makes them that way. But the fact that Billy Joe didn't quit, didn't even go down. The guy didn't go down from a broke, like that's how tough this guy is. And I, I still believe that if he wouldn't have got the broken orbital bone, I still believe he would have finished this fight on his feet. I think he still would have lost. I think he would have finished it on his feet. However, it doesn't matter because Canelo inflicted enough damage to end it. I still just, I never, my prediction was based on, um, obviously not a broken orbital bone, but if you don't want the guy hit you, you don't get it broke. But I thought Canelo was going to take it the distance because Billy Joe Sonner is a tough guy. And you, he showed it still, even though he stopped him. Look how tough the guy was, man. He never went down. Still, it still blows my mind. My mind is exploding right now when I think about it. Broken, like, well, cheekbone.
1: It didn't go your, down. It's better your mind exploding than his uh, his eyeball exploding if oh. you really kept that match going. So, uh, Billy Joe Saunders, congratulations. You get the participation ribbon. And Canelo Alvarez, you have a lot of belts. And the uh, rumor mill, it seems to be weekend, Trav. Would it be Caleb Plant next to actually unify all those suckers? What are you, what's your take?
0: I think so, because this is another thing that most people don't know is that Canelo was, is not signed with anybody, mm-hmm. but he did sign a two or three fight deal with the uh, That fight ended after this fight against Billy Joe Saunders. So Canelo again is a free agent. So that's why I think that this fight with Caleb Plant can be made because Caleb Plant is with Al Heyman and PBC and Fox and all of those guys. So normally if he was signed exclusively to DAZN, I would say no chance this fight happens. But now that he is a free agent and I know that Eddie Hearn is a smart man and knows that Billy Joe Saunders is a cash cow, or Billy Joe Saunders, uh, Canelo is his cash cow. I think that Eddie Hearn is going to do everything possible to make this Caleb Plant fight because he wants to keep Canelo and I think Canelo beats Caleb plant pretty easily. I, the only person in the world that I believe that can beat Caleb or that can beat Canelo Alvarez right now is father time. That's it. Wow. There's nobody out there. And I'm telling you, you know, this, and this is where I have to update right now. I have to hold true to my word because I said I would do it and I'm going to do it. Um, Canelo Alvarez with that performance, he is absolutely unequivocally the number one pound for pound fighter in the world. He easily takes over Terrence Crawford right now. So we can Trav's new pound for pound Canelo Terrence. And I love Terrence. You know, I love Terrence, sure. but the right call is right now, because right now, Nobody beats Canelo. The only person that I think even has a glimmer of a chance is this guy named Jose Benavidez because he's taller. He throws a ton of punches. He's got a high activity rate. But Caleb Plant is a very good, slick boxer. He is like a Canelo except an imitation Canelo because Canelo does Canelo better than anybody because he's Canelo. Uh, Sweet hands, they call him Caleb Plant, is a very slick fighter. He can punch, but he moves well. He's slick. He's similar to a Canelo almost, but, but he's not that Canelo. Canelo. Not that exactly. Pop. Exactly.
1: So, so, the three names I hear are two of them you mentioned, or I, I mentioned Caleb Plant, you mentioned Benavidez, but also perhaps one of the Charlo brothers that could be thrown in the mix too. But once again, I think that's, you know, set him up, put him down. That's yeah. three wins coming. Um, and this guy, we're talking right now, number one pound for pound currently. I don't know, we can travel. Are we going to start having the debate whether or not where he stands in history? I mean, it's, it's starting to become that. It is.
0: And I know that there's a lot of Mexican, old school Mexican fans that they're not quick to jump on board here because they're very emotional about their attachment to guys like Salvador Sanchez, uh, Julio Cesar Chavez, all of those guys. Sure. They're very emotionally attached. But B Money, I feel confident in saying this. And I've said it online, but I feel confident saying it again on our episode. Canelo Alvarez is the best Mexican fighter of all time. Bar none. I don't, you even look at Chavez's record. Look how many people that Canelo has beaten. Look how many Hall of Famers that Canelo has beaten. Look how many world champions that he's beaten. And then compare it to Chavez's record. Chavez had a phenomenal record, but I'm telling you right now, what Canelo has done From 147 pounds to light heavyweight, not only Mexican, no other fighter has been able to do what he has done. His resume,
1: dominant Dominant across classes, yeah. So I, I think you're right there, and I think the further we get into this this year, next year, if he has these kind of fights set up, and he just walks through these guys, because who knows? Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. Who knows? You never know.
0: It's boxing, so you don't know.
1: But I think we're really starting to get into the discussion of where he stands in history, not just Mexican fighter of all time. Maybe I'm not saying fighter of all time, but he's got to be in that conversation. He's got to be up there in the top 10, you would think, right? I mean, think
0: about this. We all know and regard Floyd Mayweather as one of the greatest. Mm. We don't, we, I, it's hard for me to say he's the greatest because he's the greatest of his era, but one of the greatest is Floyd Mayweather, right? Uh, Canelo's only loss is the Floyd Mayweather when he was like 24 years old. Right. So if his only loss is to one of the greatest of all time, and it was a close fight too. Right. All of us, even Floyd Mayweather can admit that Canelo is 10 times better now than he was when he fought Floyd. So if his only loss is to one of the greatest of all time, Canelo is in the discussion. He's, I think you're correct. I think, I think he's peaked into the top 10 now. He has to be in the discussion of one of, the greatest of all time. If He's in the top 10, I think, for sure. I think with this performance and his body of work and the guys that he's beaten, it's not even the guys that he's beaten. Dude, this guy turned pro at 15 years old, mm-hmm. okay? At 145, 144, welterweight, and he moved up from 47, was a world champion, 54 was a world champion, 160 was a world champion, 168 was a world champion, 175 was a world champion, and then back down to 168, world champion again like how do you not give the guy credit
1: yeah yeah so it's um listen we're witnessing history what 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 i hate yes. for him what i hate for him is i mean i don't feel sad for him because his bank account is pretty fat but i don't i just don't feel like he's got he still has it doesn't have that crossover feel to the casual sports fan you know what i mean like a tyson did the, those kind of names or an
0: Oscar like, dela hoya like crossover hoya
1: sugar ray like the, 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 the sugar ray Sugar Ray Leonard. I almost said Sugar Ray band.
0: Uh, (laughs) I knew what you meant though. uh,
1: Those they had crossover appeal, and I think just I don't think it's necessarily the Mexican fighter aspect, but maybe just his his personality doesn't really ring through too well. He he seems very not not introverted, but just to himself. Maybe there's a language barrier issue, but I don't know. I feel I feel for him that he I don't think he'll ever have that crossover appeal like a Floyd. Everyone knows who Floyd Mayweather is. But I don't yeah. think everyone will always know who Canelo Alvarez is, even though he is right now the number one pound for pound fighter in the world and probably top 10 ever, ever. I mean, I stories.
0: don't, some people would say you're crazy for saying that so early, but I don't think you're crazy. How I, early are we? How early are we? I, agree. I know, right? He's had 50 something pro fights and he's by, by far, he's probably had, honest to God, at this point, he's beaten everybody. So, the best fighters are probably behind him now. So, it, it like he has to be regarded. And there was a, I think it was a Caesar, Caesar from Caesar R- Rami- Ramos, Caesar Ramos, yes. guy from Price Boxing, you know. Him. Yep. Um, by the way, congratulations on your immigration. I hope yep. that you're watching. So, congratulations with that. We are going back and forth because he's still attached to um, the uh, Chavez's and those types of fighters from Mexico, which. I blew his mind too, because I said that I think that Juan Manuel Marquez has to be up there right next to the Chavez as well. Because Juan Manuel Marquez knocked out Manny Pacquiao, who is equally a great too. So there's so many things to unravel there that we don't have to get into. But back to Canelo, you're talking about his crossover appeal. This is why he's almost there. I'll tell you this. He's not there for sure. You're right. He's not there. But it is a language barrier. and the reason I say this is because I've been hearing Canelo speak English a little bit more and no, dude, he did a whole, like almost a whole interview in English in his locker room after the fight. So two things, listen to this. This is a good story. So one Eddie Hearn, who's a promoter of matchroom boxing and promotes for DAZN, right? Eddie Hearn promoted Canelo Alvarez. He came into the locker room before the fight started to tell Canelo good luck, right? He comes into the locker room and he looks at Canelo and Canelo goes, who's next? Yep. And Eddie Hearn was like, wait, you got to fight. He goes, who's next? That's how confident this guy is. And I love that. But also what I love is that at the post-fight press conference, Canelo was given the post-fight press conference and Bubu Andrade, who is a world champion, but not very well known at all, Boo Boo is trying to interrupt Canelo, trying to, you know, trying to get that fight. He wants the fight because mainly it's a big money fight. Boo Boo's never had a big money fight like Canelo. Canelo is by far the highest paying fight out there. Canelo makes more than the heavyweights, even. That's how big time Canelo is. He does. So Boo Boo Andrade is mouthing off. And Canelo looks at him, and Canelo goes, Bro, who he says this in English: who have you ever fought? He's like, Who have you fought?
1: I think he threw an F word in there. So he learned that word. After,
0: after he did it, I'm going to say it. So family, if you're watching no, this. No, I'm no, 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 I Just say F. It was the best. Okay, I'll say F, but it was the best how he said it. it I would loved it. And that's why I think he's going to have crossover appeal because I loved how he said it. It was hilarious. And the guy's mouthing off, mouthing off. And finally, Canelo has enough. And Canelo's like, dude, I'm trying to do my interview here. Canelo's like, get the F out of here, man. He said, literally, said, He's, it's so funny because I know a lot of Spanish people, Spanish speaking people, because um, Irina's family speaks Spanish from Ecuador. So when he said it, he was like all tight lipped and he was yeah. like, get the F out of here, man. I felt the anger in it and I loved it and love seeing that side of Canelo on the English fronts because he said it in English the whole thing. He didn't speak Spanish at all. And I just, I think that Canelo, I never knew he could speak any English. And I've been seeing more and more of him speaking English. So I think he's this close B money. He's this close because that language barrier is slowly, slowly getting dissolved
1: He because he is speaking it for him to cross through though. He needs that dancing partner that can do it as well. Um, I mean, props to Billy Joe Saunders. That's probably going to be one of his toughest fights of his career. But it still isn't quite the dancing partner like a Floyd was, but they just it's like they just cross paths at the wrong times of their careers. Right. Floyd means yeah, yeah. 24 way. years old. Yeah. Floyd was on the way out. He was definitely the mouthpiece. He, he, he was the draw. Canelo was up and coming. We all knew it, but they just didn't cross at the right times. But it, they crossed perfectly for their own records, perfectly for them as as boxers, not derailing one another. But if both of those kind of personalities could be in the ring together at the same time now, that is what would propel, I think, Canelo Alvarez into the mainstream sports light. Right. So I I think for now, still got uh, some work to do, but it's it's going that way now. He's he's making plenty of money. It doesn't matter. But I'm just thinking more of a notoriety standpoint.
0: Legacy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's not he's not going to be doing the talk show circuit anytime soon in the United States.
0: Let me let me float this opponent by you though, and I think this would be the perfect crossover opponent for him, Oscar De La Hoya.
1: Oh, jeez, no! Wow. It's... What if
0: he fought Oscar De La Hoya?
1: Well, first of all, that fight would be about ten seconds long, um, and I. <laughs> i'm i'm tired of the circus would that cross him over would that
0: cross him over though you think think because oscar's a crossover i don't don't
1: know if it would be for all the right reasons i feel like that's just another kind of a circus fight that we've been growing accustomed to that's all it would be all these things yeah um now now speaking of a different fight and i think we're going to get to that got
0: your hat oh sorry
1: oh this coming weekend this coming weekend (laughs) on the next episode it looks as if we can travel that Anthony Joshua Tyson Fury is supposed to now take place August 14th in Saudi Arabia. Those details, though they seem concrete, as you know, are pretty fluid, but it was supposed to be one of the two dates, either the 7th or the 14th in August. It looks like August 14th seems kind of confirmed. But we'll get back to you on episode 46. So we're going to we're going to tee that up for this coming weekend because we know we're coming to you a little bit late in the week on this episode here. But let's get a final final comment on the uh, uh, Canelo Billy Joe Saunders fight from you.
0: Yeah, I, I would listen. I've, the events right. delivered and also what I loved about this event was there was over I think the official number was 73,000 live oh, yeah. Yeah, fans yeah at Dallas stadium. And also it would have been more, but COVID restrictions are still in place a little bit, but I think it ranked as like, I can't remember top 10, top five indoor, most people attending an indoor boxing event ever. So like, I love that we're in the middle of a pandemic. Well, towards the end of a pandemic, whatever, but I know I'm tired of referencing that, but the fact is Canelo Alvarez people. I was just talking with um, one of our mutual friends, uh, Kenny about, he's like, ah, boxing's dying. I'm like, Listen, man, Canelo Alvarez just attracted 73,000 fans live in the middle of a pandemic. Boxing's not dying. It's actually growing exponentially. And these boxers are making a ton of money. So that was very exciting that Canelo could attract that many fans at Dallas Cowboy Stadium, rock on, and put on an amazing performance. That fight delivered. That was the cool thing about it. When you get seventy-three thousand sure. fans and a big buildup, sometimes it doesn't deliver. That's a it delivered. It very great. much so delivered, and that's what is good and right about boxing. But also, what's good and right about boxing is that our biggest cash cow right now is Canelo Alvarez. He fights everybody. Yeah, he doesn't care. He Billy does Joe like Saunders him. came. in. Yeah, and Billy Joe Saunders came into this fight. Billy Joe Saunders said um, originally he came in. There's it like it's a twenty foot ring. Billy Joe Saunders said. Uh, no, no, no. I want a 22 foot ring. Canelo goes, okay, give him a 22 foot. He came back and was like, I want a 24 foot ring. Canelo goes, give him a 24 foot ring. I don't give a shit about the ring. I will fight period. And that's, what's old school and awesome about Canelo is he's the a side. He earns the right to pick the ring. If he wants to, he did. And and he really did, but he did not He said, give it to him. I'm going to fight him no matter what. And that's, I love that because He actually gave away an advantage to Billy Joe Saunders because a bigger ring, 100% favored Billy Joe Saunders. Canelo said, I don't care. Canelo's like, I will beat him. If I'm a great, like I think I am, I should beat him no matter what. And he did.
1: Yeah, no, it was a great, great fight. Canelo brought the extra suitcase because he brought home some extra hardware. So congratulations to him in that matchup against Billy Joe Saunders. Uh, Wish, wish him well on the recovery all the face and the broken bones and the whatnot. That's a tough area weekend, Trav. Have you ever gotten his up- egos? Yeah, it's that's bruised up, but uh, I think once this heals, that's going to still be bruised the ego. Have you ever gotten beat up yep. that badly in the orbital bone area or the eye sockets? I
0: I have not. The worst I ever had is I had an accidental clash of heads in Germany mm. and I had a laid open eye above my eye here. I still have a scar. You probably can't even see yeah, it. But there's a scar there. True, yeah. It was, it was pretty bad, but I've never had a broken orbital bone, but this was bad enough that the the doctor, mind you, this is funny story because the doctor actually had to stop it. Literally my eye was laid open, blood flowing in my eye. I wanted to fight. Of course, the doctor said, absolutely not fights over. So it was a no contest because only four rounds got completed. So nobody won, nobody lost, no draw. It was considered a no contest. Hmm. So I went all the way over there for nothing, but I still got paid.
1: So you never broke that bone, but what about what about breaking your back weekend, Trav? I hear I hear rumblings over there that you might be contesting yourself with Father Time. Um, give us a quick assessment of how you're doing over there in the TH Boxing Facility.
0: So there is a reason why we're recording on a Wednesday because uh, Weekend Trav did a boxing workout on Saturday, and listen, it was more than just Father Time; it was more so. I've been dealing with a lot of stress and I took it out on the heavy bag. Mm -hmm. Stupidly, stubbornly, I hit an uppercut, literally sent a jolt from my spine to my feet. I stopped for about 15 seconds. I got back up and I was like, oh, I think I'm good. And like a moron, like the professional boxer mentality, I continued and I finished out the workout. And then Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, down for the count. This is the first time since Saturday that I've actually been able to think right, been able to get up and walk around. Dude, I'm telling you, like, I was
1: bad. I kid You know, know I was bad. Ladies and gentlemen at home that are watching, I tried to get him on the Zoom for the past couple of days. He couldn't. He was literally laying on the floor, laying on the floor. He, he could He's have, the spot. he could walk. And, and listen, I'm, I'm an old, older man. I am an old man. I've done this sort of injury before I've done. Uh, and it was kind of not the same thing you did, but same thing, heavy bag work. And I would think I was laying in like hooks, like lower, like just onto the body, the, the body and I yeah. just nerve pop or whatever it was, pinched nerve. Yeah. And all of a sudden you just kind of, you get that heat and yep. that was it. That was it. But for me, I'm not a professional athlete, so I was I felt down for the count for like two weeks. You you look you look right as rain right now. You look pretty good.
0: I am okay now, but I'm going to tell you right now that I was hitting that bag so hard. You have no idea. I was dealing with some stress from, and I was hitting that bag. I had the door open. Even I was like, I hope this guy comes by and sees me hitting this. dude. You know what?
1: He had had a little voodoo doll and he put the little pin. Yes. right there. I know.
0: I know. And it paid off because he's cost me a lot of money now because I canceled lessons on Monday, Tuesday, and pretty much all day today. But I'm finally, thank God. And I have this uh, chiropractor that I saw yesterday. And then again, this morning, only because of him, dude, is I'm even up and around because even up to like, I seen him at nine o'clock, even when I left at nine o'clock, it didn't really set in for about two or three more hours. Finally, after two days worth and about two or three hours after seeing him this morning, now I'm like, because when you text oh, me, you yeah. asked me if I was okay. When you text me, I if I was okay. If I would text you back immediately when you text me, you would have been like, oh, crap, because I, I was not okay. So that's why I waited to text you back.
1: Well, it's, it's all about getting that inflammation down and the pressure off the nerve and all that sort of stuff. Yes. So I'm glad. My hips were bad. So so everyone, all of our, our numerous amount of fans and, and viewers and listeners and watchers, we will be back on a on the regularly scheduled programming this coming weekend when we record for episode 46 and we'll talk about Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua. Uh, coming in August in Saudi Arabia. Uh, we're going to wrap up this episode. It's a, a little shorter than normal and that's okay, but we want to get it out there for the public. Uh, Canelo Alvarez victorious over Billy Joe Saunders, number one pound for pound fighter in the world currently. That is our take here at Wayne in with Travis Hartman. Um, weekend Trav final thoughts overall.
0: Boxing's peaking baby. And there's big fights on the horizon still. And, It's boxing. I'm not even going to mention the circus act that's going to happen in June. But there is a real boxing match in June as well. Tiafuma Lopez is fighting. It got moved to later in June, by the way. It's like June 19th now. But uh, so I I still believe... We had really good thoughts when we were going to start off 2021 with boxing. It delivered on the first week, and then it kind of fizzled out. And I think Canelo has brought it back, man. I think he brought it back.
1: He's been the saving grace twice already so far this calendar year. He's got Um, boxing on his
0: back, bro, and he's carrying
1: it. And I guarantee he'll have another fight somewhere before the year's over, more than likely. so
0: um, September or December he will fight. I guarantee it.
1: So Weekend Trav, we're gonna wrap this thing up. Uh, Thank you once again to our media partners, TH Boxing, Gulfstream Financial, IF Enterprises, as always, thank you very much for your support. Um, And uh, I am B Money, the producer, that there over there, way over there, which is kind of more like over there based on where my house is, is Weekend Trav.
0: That there's B Money, AKA Producer.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today. We will be back this weekend. God bless.